0: 876-9923 and enter the pin 287 723 followed by the pound key twice and now your hosts Chris Devon, Terry Lester, Sean Platts Robert Herrick and Bill Sparks Hey, and welcome in to Sports Lounge Live. It is Tuesday, June 28th. This is show number 201. A couple things right off the bat. Happy Independence Day, July 4th. Uh, we would have to tell you that either way, because even if we had a show next week, we would already be done by, you know, the Independence Day would already be done. But we will be off next week. So we'll be back on July 12th, two weeks from now, after the conventions and Things like that, and with that, let's get started. So, Chris, the agenda is
2: well, the agenda is uh, very good, I think today, and we're going to start. We are a championship-driven show. You know, every, every GM that comes in and coach, we, we're championship-driven here. So, we're going to start with the thing—the people that awarded championships on Sunday, because uh, we've been talking about these sports, uh, uh, the NHL all all uh, year, and the college baseball for the last couple of months. So, we're going to start with the NHL. We're going to do uh, uh, baseball, college, and pro, of course. Then we're going to do the NBA and the NFL. And um, you know, I'm sure that's probably the only time that uh, NHL has been at the top of the list, and probably won't be for quite a while. We do have other things: NASCAR. Robert will talk during his panel about that. Uh, Sean will have a little bit to say about golf, and he's got a—he says he's got a bunch of odds and ends. But my panel is about. And we Uh, will have a, and for those who like it, it,
0: uh, we didn't get last week, but we will have a baseball score this afternoon.
2: Yes. Oh, good. Yes. A a key matchup in the early uh, year. year. Okay. So one (laughs) of the seven or eight teams in the American League that actually can make the postseason. But anyway, um, I need to talk about COVID and I need to talk about Toronto and the Red Sox. The Red Sox, uh, are, first of all, they're 19-5 now in June. So they've continued their winning ways. And But they have been playing teams that are not that good. And for starting last Friday when they played the Guardian, they are going to play uh, 33 of 36 games against winning teams, a.k.a. postseason teams. I think they all would have, as of Friday, qualified for postseason and whatever. The only team that isn't is the Cubs. And they're going to get to play the Cubs on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And that's good. And that doesn't mean anything, because we know what happened against Baltimore. They're 3-5 and five against Baltimore. It's all individual games, hot pitcher, whatever. Uh, well, but, and uh, usually,
0: you know, Chris, what the Cubs will do, they normally play up to their competition. because, Like last weekend, they played pretty well against the Cardinals. Yeah, they, they did. I good. heard the end of that so, game on Sunday, yeah. They normally play up to the competition and down... W- You know when the competition isn't that good,
2: right? So they, you know, it'd probably be a good series. The crowd will be lively. A lot of Red Sox fans there, I'm sure, and plenty of Cubs fans, of course, because they like to see the traditional teams come in and all that. So, but uh, the American League East is the problem for the Red Sox right now. They are seven and fifteen against the American League East, and two and seven against Toronto. And that brings up my two and six, I'm sorry, against Toronto, and uh, who just, they beat. They lost last night. They had won seven in a row, then they lost last night. But my problem is with Canada and Tanner Houck and Jaron Durand. And the issue is that Jaron Durand and Ta- Tanner Houck did not get vaccinated, have not been vaccinated. Uh, I guess uh, people, uh, Rob Bradford, who covers the team closely for WEI, said, it's kind. Of, it is kind of a political thing, but a lot of the players don't mind because they kind of agree with it and blah blah blah. But they've basically got vaccinated because they knew they needed to, and but they're not mad at them. Uh, but I'm also mad, at, you know. And, and it, you know, we know we do know COVID's around. I've got family members who just got it at a very small relatively safe family gathering they didn't go to a concert or anything you know but they well one of them uh, uh somebody at work had it and my daughter uh, brought it to the group and she had no idea that she was because they didn't know that they had it at work yet so my point is it is around we get that we also know that people who have been vaccinated which is most everybody don't suffer it that severely we also know that it's pretty much like the flu, but we also know it's very contagious. It's more contagious than anything. But Canada is being ridiculous. Other countries are allowing people in and, you know, vaccinated or not. And, you know, even New York, you know, we, they backed off of that just before the playoffs started, etc. So I don't know where Canada is coming from. I think that's ridiculous that they're doing that. But I think it's ridiculous that, um, Tanner Houck and uh, Jaron Duran, and they've both been, you know, they're important. Tanner Houck is actually the closer right now, and Jaron Duran has been really playing well the last couple of weeks. Uh, He's finally coming into his own. So um, I hope if they get to a postseason series against Toronto uh, that A Canada has stopped doing this or they will get vaccinated because you're going to need them in those uh, circumstances. And that's what you're looking at now. Nobody's catching the Yankees in this, this division. So the question is positioning yourself for these wild card series or uh you know avoiding having to play uh minnesota or cleveland or something in in the other round but the point is these are important games and they're not there but anyway that's my rant about covid and toronto and canada and everything else and we'll see what happens the next couple of weeks with with all of our teams and here's the host to be named later rick swan
1: hello uh just um expanding a little bit on some of the things you were saying Chris that the Red Sox in their division you know I was curious so this morning I just checked because do you know the American League East is 56 games over 500. <laughs> yeah that's good. That I know a lot of it's the Yankees but still Baltimore's five games under for Baltimore. That's all. That's, yeah um, mm-hmm. and the two players you would think that's yeah that bugs me too because you know it's if you're Aaron Judge or something and you don't get vaccinated it's it's not going to affect your career. You may get some feedback from fans or something but these guys are young guys their career's not set in stone this could hurt them you know and um just kind of a quiet week um the basketball and, and hockey are over now so I'm, i've started my con- countdown to the nfl we're 72 games out and you
0: uh, are any camps will be open by this time next
1: year. Yep. yep. You you kind of yelled at Canada, Chris, and I'm going to yell at our own Congress because we had, we had a hearing last week with Roger Goodell, and I have never seen such a stupid thing in my life. Some of these representatives yelling at Goodell for, for not, you know, telling he's got to do more about Daniel Snyder. I'm not defending Daniel Snyder, believe me. But yelling at him, and, and then we have this clown from, from your state, Sean, Texas, who I guess grew up here, but he goes on a rant about Tom Brady and DeFlateGate during this hearing. <laughs> Which is—it's ridiculous. These guys, just these guys and women, just get up there and make these speeches so they can get. Yeah. They think they're getting sound bites that, that their constituency is going to like. Which I—I I, I can't imagine
3: if they. Don't have more out. important things to do? Yeah, say right.
1: It's not, I it's not like so. we have any problems that should be working on in this country, you know. No. It's no. <laughs> One of the ways they keep
2: from doing anything.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so before I say something that gets me into trouble, we'll turn it over to Perry. Oh, you're hey, always well, like well, right. well. Remember
0: now, Congress has actually gotten y'all that two weeks in a row because remember I got them last week. You know, for the, <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That, I, I, I think it was the same hearing, but yeah, um, yeah. I would think with yeah. prices, you know, inflation and. Gasoline and everything, there there's a lot of things they could be working on.
1: Yeah. Because uh,
0: mm-hmm. today they announced, I guess, they want to have a hearing about baseball's antitrust exemption yeah, they, now. They Whether, are, I mean, t- wh- whatever your view is on that, uh, let's get some of this other stuff done, and then we can, uh, then I'm okay if you want to talk about that, after you fix <laughs> the other stuff. Yeah. But this is um, a big week here. The iCubs are home and uh, on friday night they have a citizenship ceremony these are people who came to this country they um did all the work you know it became legal american citizens and they will take their oath on friday night at principal park before the game so we'll have a big fireworks show that night and uh, the guy, you know, they'll become citizens and all that. So that is all. That is very typically their best crowd of the year. They normally get uh, like twelve thousand and such for that. So and for a minor league, that's a very good attendance. Yeah, I, I've been
3: to one of those. Uh, yeah, when they yeah, did that with you, the citizenship. Yeah, oh yeah, those it, are it, neat.
0: It, from what you hear, um, if you come out of that with a dry eye, you know, you're cold at that point. Yes. Yeah. Tonight, tonight, David they I, knew a guy that, I
3: knew a guy that did that. Yeah, I knew and, a guy that did that. And, he got and, and, to those, and that you way. know,
0: those things are hard. That, that's hard work. It's not yes. it's not easy by any means no, to do it. No, so those that, who those do
2: people it, know a lot more about our government than most of our citizens. Do. Yes. That's do correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. But tonight, of course, it's it's dollar dog night, so I bet they have a good crowd for that, because you normally are finding much of anything for a dollar these days. But <laughs> uh, And then, of course, on Thursday, it's beer uh, beer mug night, so you can get cheap beer. So I'm sure they'll have a good crowd for that. And but the Columbus
3: Thursday, Clippers, Thursday here.
0: Yes, and the Columbus <laughs> Clippers are in town. That's the AAA team for the Guardians. So uh, then we'll be. I wonder, are, are you going to have any major leaguers on rehab, Perry? This week? Um, oh. I, we may, mm-hmm. but we'll, yeah. we'll we'll update that as we learn about it. But uh, okay. We, uh, with that, Bill, we'll turn it over to you and see what's up in. I'll bet it's hot, Florida. Correct?
4: It is hot. It is super hot. Harry's I read
2: so prediction. He
0: really, is. yeah, he is. He
4: <laughs> just puts that together. Um, one of the things uh, I read something about the Iowa Cubs last week and. I don't know if the Cubs had won the night before. I thought Louisville had, but they said they were so glad to see the Iowa Cubs leave and for them to come and not come back. So I don't know why... the
0: Cubs did well in that series. I'm guessing that would be the reason as to why that was.
4: Right. So, but that, otherwise checking the NBA draft, that was a little bit interesting from a her perspective though i don't I, think uh, I don't know about this guy from i guess he went to arizona was the pac-12 player of the year what's his name yeah talk, uh <laughs> yeah, so yeah i got
3: Um, We got got it later. I got the draft list for the top. Yeah. Talk about him in the, yeah, I got some things on him, yeah. So,
4: So, yeah, but it was, and then the Iowa Hawkeye, his career is going to be in trouble going to Sacramento. I've never seen anybody come out of there saying, on the other side.
0: (laughs) You know, believe it or not cuz what do you have 12 or 13 guys on your NBA roster? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's 15. 15. Is it 15? Two of their 15 are Iowans. You have uh Kenyon Murray who, who we were just talking about and Harrison Barnes is, is still there. Oh, okay.
4: Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, what uh, about Jackson, Garza?
5: Garza place where NBA players go to their
0: careers go Very to true. God. Very true.
4: What about Luke Garza? Is he is he still playing for the Pistons? Yes. I didn't yeah, know. Is. He was one of those I thought would be a first round pick and
0: oh, so. oh, the Hawkeyes did too.
4: But it didn't happen that way. They must have found a flaw in his game or Somewhere. whatever. And the Reds speaking of flaws in games, well, the Reds, whether well, they win one game last week, two at the most. Over the past week and a half, but that's per usual. But, well, at least, at least tonight. Ahead, at least
0: tonight, Bill. Both both teams are pretty sorry, so I guess we can hope for a good series.
4: Well, maybe we can. They always manage to have some fireworks and benches, and uh, well, who knows what'll happen? But Robert knows what's going on, so Robert, take it away.
5: Uh, Yes, Uh, Chase Elliott won the NASCAR race in Nashville this week. It it took forever to finish. They had multiple delays because of weather, lightning and thunder and all that stuff. Um, And Wimbledon is going on right now. And I can tell you that uh, Serena has lost the first set, and she's winning the second. So we'll see if uh, she survives. And a lot of the people that were interviewed about her coming back a lot of women say, well, what, what do you have to do with her considering she's 40 now? you got to take her at least three sets because, you know, you you got to see if she's up to actually playing. And that's what the, her first opponent has done today. So we'll see what happens with that. I agree with David USF. David USF said on our phone system earlier today that he thinks Serena's just about shot. And I, I kind of agree with that. Other than that, weather's hot here. Things are normal. Uh, Speaking of quarantine, we're under quarantine. Uh, My mom went to the hospital last Monday, and we're quarantined until Thursday. So we've been quarantined this whole time because, unfortunately, when she went to the hospital, uh, there was somebody in the waiting room that had COVID, and they didn't isolate the person, so then everybody that was there um, has quarantined. So we're all, uh, there's a whole bunch of people in this county quarantine until Thursday.
2: Wow, that's amazing, that long. Wow. Yeah. Mm. That's because uh, my brother only has to quarantine five days, and they, they have it. So that's kind of uh, weird. They, no,
5: they told us whether we have it or not, 10 days minimum, 14 days maximum. So. Wow. You know. Oh, wow. Anyway, uh, that's what's going on here, and we'll turn it over to Sean, and we'll see what's happening in his world.
3: Well, we got a cool front here. It's down in the low 90s. So, oh hey, <laughs> cause we, hey we had rain yesterday. We had lightning. It was crazy. Uh We got a little night, a little gift, and a little craziness going on down here in Austin. We got Arch Madness going on. Yes, because Arch Manning now he just sent out one Twitter, one tweet on Twitter saying, "Hey, I'm going to Texas in 23." So. Yep, the, you know, the first family of football is coming to Austin, so we'll see what happens, uh, you know, and it's going nuts, it's going nuts. But a few other random notes, speaking of uh, going to golf, Xander Shumpley, one of the Travelers, which, you know what, golf ratings have been up this year, say what you will with this PGA Live thing. It's brought some interest in golf, and they have a Live Golf tournament this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday in Portland, and uh, PGA, we talked about it briefly last week, uh, how they were talking about a $25 million tournament, or there's going to be a series of three tournaments in the fall, starting in 23, so they will be doing that, uh, you know, start $25 million, the top 50 golfers in the world will be playing it, so it's interesting they're going to do it head-to-head against football, though, that's kind of... <laughs> that's kind of uh, odd, but uh, a couple other random items today is the 25th anniversary of Tyson Holyfield two. the ear incidents. Yes. And very crazy fight. Remember when Tyson bit Holyfield on the ear, I've actually seen the two of them, a documentary with the two of them sitting down watching that fight together and talking about it. They've, Made up. They get along, you know. I mean, Tyson even had a cannabis shop that he opened, and he had some gummies that he was selling. And it had an ear kind of torn off, but he did it (laughs) with Holyfield's permission, so that's kind of cool. And Friday is Bobby Bonilla Day in baseball. So remember Bobby Bonilla back in two thousand one or two thousand? He signed that he was going to get released. Got a. It was going to get a bonus, a payout. He got it deferred all the way to 2035. So it's like, there's like a one point something million or, and it's going to end up being over 40 million by the time with interest and everything. So when he's done paid in 35, you know, all the, all the interest, and everything added up, it's going to be over 40 million. So not a bad de- Payday for Bobby Bonilla. He loves, he loves Canada day. Bobby Bonilla does. Yeah. and, yeah, Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bell are going to fight in, in a boxing match. Yes, and no word on if the loser has to go cut the switch and hit the winner, you know, or not. So, <laughs> you know or not. But they're going to fight in a boxing match. Also, remember Nick Young, Swaggy P, played in the NBA a few years ago. He's going to be on the card on that fighting a rapper. So I know Robert and all you traditional boxing fans not real thrilled with that. But what, one last deal, the ACC, they announced – that starting in 2023, they are going to do away with the divisions. This just came down today. And what you're going to do, you will have your three teams that you play every year. And then you'll play five of the other teams one year. You'll play the other five the next year. So it'll be uh, rotating home on the road. So like, And you'll have different three teams. Like, example, Florida State will play Clemson. Miami and Syracuse. Miami will play Florida State, Louisville, Boston College. I think Clemson will play North Carolina State, Georgia Tech, and Florida State. So it's on a rotation. They're going to start that in 2023 to do a 3, 5, and 5. So, but anyway, if you want to contact us anytime throughout the next two weeks, email us at net or 800-693-0595, option number 2, or 773-572-7715, hit the pound key anytime.
2: any So, let's get on with the rest of the really big show. All right. So, we're starting with hockey as we uh, wrap up that season. And uh, we were at the point uh, last week when we were talking, where Colorado was leading Tampa Bay two games to one, and Colorado won that important fourth game. And said, you know, the winner of the fourth game in a two to one series tends to win the series, and uh, they did. Colorado won a three to two in overtime at uh, Tampa Bay. Then they went to Colorado, and Tampa Bay beat Colorado, stay alive three to two. But then Sunday night, Colorado uh, back in Tampa Bay won um, two to one. And then, uh, so they won the series uh, four games to two. Cale McCarr uh, was uh, from UMass, I guess, as it turns out. And he uh, won the Hobie Baker Trophy last year as the outstanding college hockey player. And he won the Conn Smythe Trophy as the outstanding player in the playoffs this year. And um, he also uh, won the Norris Trophy. Norris Trophy. Oh, okay. For defense, too. And so... The, the Avalanche were 16 and four in the playoffs, so they really dominated. They lost two to St. Louis and two to Tampa Bay, and they swept the other two series against Edmonton and uh, Nashville. So, and uh, Darcy Kemper was uh, did okay in, in goal. He really didn't have to face much. They really uh, played defensive. You know, defense is won by cha- championships are won by defense, and they really played defense at the end of that game in the third period. I listened to that third period, and they really shut Tampa Bay down. They only had four shots, and only three of them were were worth talking about. And uh, so, uh, and uh, Macar had uh, twenty nine points in the season in uh, in the playoffs. In
5: the playoffs, yeah, yeah.
2: And, uh, so, and this shows perseverance for Colorado. They lost in the first round in, uh, in uh, 18 and round two in 19 through 21 and then went all the way and won the whole thing this year. So, you know, it shows if you stick with it, stick with your plan. And, you know, I guess they did kind of go down towards the bottom, uh, Robert, to pick up some of their good players yes. a few years back.
5: Yeah, they did.
2: Yeah, they did. so that's sometimes what you have to do. But uh, people are kind of scratching their heads about the Bruins. We'll get to the Bruins again in a minute. Uh, Florida hired uh, Paul Maurice, formerly of Winnipeg, as their coach, and uh, that's a good gig for him. Florida's got a lot of talent. Yes. Chicago hired Luke Richardson, who hasn't been a head coach before. Maybe he's had some coaching experience, but... We don't know uh, what what that was and, uh, you know, how extensive that was, but he's going to coach the Blackhawks. And um, Don Sweeney got a long-term extension for his contract uh, yesterday, and so we're just going to, you know, if you look at the four teams that we have here, you really trust the Red Sox to do the right thing, yeah, there's some quibbles about uh, trade deadline acquisitions or not, and uh, that could be argued when the time comes. And you, you trust uh, first Danny Ainge pretty much, although he was starting to run dry, but now Brad, Brad Stevens I think will do a good job as GM. Patriots, it's Mets and Metz. you know, he's hit some good draft choices, he's hit some bad ones, It's a some good free agents, he's hit some bad ones. But you trust the coach, but you don't trust trust the GM. Don Sweeney, you don't trust him pretty much at all. And it's really too bad. As I said, I met him briefly. He was a nice guy when, I, when he was young at a, at a party at my, my uh, uh, brother's house. But, you know... <sighs> He's got this thing, and now what they're talking about it. I was listening to Sports Hub the other day. He's, they're talking about hiring, hiring this guy that was the coach of the, the Rangers. What's his name? Mc, Mc, David, Clint. David, Clint, David Quinn. David Quinn. Who, Clint. who yeah. apparently coached at BU, and they didn't yeah. do well at BU at the time that he was there. I don't know what years he was at BU, but you know, apparently he, had he some took players there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, McAvoy was there. McAvoy, anyway,
1: Grislick and Chris Lick and Michael um,
2: yeah, yeah. So but I mean, he,
1: he did do a good job with the Rangers. I didn't think he
5: deserved to be fired with the Rangers, Chris.
2: I mean, I, I don't know what year he was there because in '15 they went to the final game against Providence. That, that's, so I know, that's, yeah. So I don't know whether who was the coach at BU at that point. Unfortunately, I can't hear BU on the radio anymore. I, I'm a BU alumnus, and I'd love to hear him, but I can't now. Yeah. I know, maybe there's some way on the internet, but I don't know how to do it. But the the thing is that it seems like he fire he gets people around him that he's secure with etc now though we're hearing other things about you know it wasn't just the young players so much uh with uh you know, uh, now I'm forgetting his name. The coach Cassidy. Was just, uh, Cassidy wasn't Cassidy. just the young players. Apparently, uh, they're now saying that you know, because Bergeron has now said he going wants to come back, and now people are inferring that maybe he wouldn't have come back if Cassidy was still there. I don't know if that's true, but that's you know, it's a lot of speculation. But that's they spent an hour on that speculation on the sports sub the other day because what's uh, what's good speculation if you can't spend an hour on it on a regular talk show? <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and anyway, so Hall of Fame uh, inductees are going to be. Roberto Luongo for so the goalie for Florida and Vancouver and among others, uh, Hen- Henrik and uh, Daniel Sedin. Uh, yep. And where they play, Vancouver, right? Vancouver. They, all, they,
5: they all three of them played in Vancouver. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. And yep. then, uh, and Daniel, then Alfredson. Daniel Alfredson from Ottawa is going to be. Uh, and yep. the yep. induction ceremony will be in Toronto in uh, uh, November, like the second Monday in November or something like that. Yeah. So, basically, anything else on the uh, NHL before we close Uh, up the uh, regular season?
5: We still have a few jobs open. Uh, Detroit's still open. Winnipeg's still open. Oh, and uh, Barry Trotz has decided he's not going to coach this year uh, because he's talked to all the teams that have available jobs, and apparently none of them want to offer what he thinks he's worth. And he's still going to collect money from the Islanders, so he's going to basically take this year off and see what comes open next year. The job he wants, uh, they won't pay him what he wants. So um, They probably don't yeah.
2: have the money. They don't have a big uh, fan base there, so, you know, it's kind of tough.
5: Yeah, yeah.
2: So, so. anyway... Okay, well, that's it for Barry Trotz, and uh, he'll probably get a gig on, uh, you know, he can go to somewhere and be a studio host or something, like I Yeah, say, well, is...
5: since John Tortorella left ESPN, Barry Trotz may take his
2: place. So That's right, you know. that's right, that would make sense. So of course we'll have NHL news in the off season as we always do, and uh, there'll be more. Uh, the draft is coming up. I know we don't know too much about those players, but if there's anybody that uh, we hear about that's important, we'll certainly get that in there. And, and yeah, the uh, any draft other is uh, the
5: draft is July seven and July eight, and free agency begins on July thirteenth.
2: All right, that's where we'll uh, you know start to focus in on more free agency and who. Uh, re-ups with their teams. We got some of that for the NBA already starting to to yeah. come through, and uh, we'll we'll have their dates uh, when we get to the NBA. But that's right. it, as far as I know for the NHL. So yep. uh, I guess we can move on. The other championship that was awarded on Sunday was for ba- in a baseball in baseball and college baseball. As Old Miss beat uh, Oklahoma four to two and won those uh, that series two games to none. And Perry, that must have made you pretty happy.
0: Oh, it certainly did. I listened to both those games Saturday night <clears throat> and Sunday, and uh, boy, that that was cool. They scored the two winning runs in the eighth inning. By the way, scored both on wild pitches. So oh, cool. that was interesting. But uh, going into that series remember last Tuesday we had said win all your games and you'll be better off well in this series that didn't necessarily turn out to be true because on Wednesday was the semifinals Oklahoma won its game over Texas A&M Ole Miss lost to Arkansas three to two and then they had to turn around and play them again on Thursday and uh, Dylan DeLucia pitched a complete game shutout on Thursday, so of course you would figure. I guess there was a small chance he could have pitched on Monday had he needed to, but um, I don't know that you'd want to do that on three days rest for a college pitcher. But he didn't need to because they won ten to three on Saturday night uh, against Oklahoma's best pitcher, and then. Um, yep. They brought their number two guy, Ole Miss it on Sunday. Saturday, they kind of had a bullpen night, and the guy threw five innings of perfect uh, baseball. So you just Baseball is one of those games. You never know what you're going to get from it. And then, of course, Sunday, 4-2, yep. to two, Ole Miss wins. That is their first official championship in any men's sport. They There's a couple of football things from way, way back in the 60s, but those aren't really official, um, but... Women, they won something in women's golf many, many years ago, but this is their first big thing, and the state of Mississippi has won back-to-back College World Series. Mississippi State won. Last year Ole Miss wins this year. Maybe Southern Miss will win next year because uh-huh. those 3 teams in baseball, all 3 are generally usually pretty good. So, I would stay with that down- Old Miss
2: basketball team that didn't get to go to the NCAA. They were supposed to be pretty good, weren't they?
0: They were pretty good, but um yeah, 53, yeah, you know, they yeah. weren't allowed to go. Yeah, right. Yeah. It was it was funny yeah. though during the one of the games they had uh, Keith Carter, who's the athletic director at Ole Miss. Who was a he was a basketball player, you know, back in the '90s. He was involved in the uh, Bryce Drew game, if you remember that, where they lost to Butler on that buzzer beater. Yeah, uh, and uh, he was on the radio with him and uh, Brad Henderson, their baseball player, is a good friend to Keith. You know, their baseball analyst is a good friend to Keith Carter's, and he said, "I remember he said I came on campus and you Ooh. know to play baseball at Ole Miss, and he said I saw Keith Carter and." michael white and some of these guys sitting on the sidewalk and he said i was telling somebody i you know i'd said hi to him and you know I introduced myself as i walked away and he said i told this guy man alive with those guys are we in trouble in basketball <laughs> but he, <laughs> as it turns out he said they were all very good basketball players and you know had they not had that freak shot from from bryce drew they would have you know, been into the next round of the NCAA tournament. But uh, it was a really good oh, yeah. time. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I follow the College World Series every year, obviously, this year. Really invested in it since it was my team. And, boy, was I happy to, happy to get that. Apparently, win. the
2: Hilton Hotel, where the ACB is, is very close to that ballpark. I, I was reading Correct. something. Yeah. It sounds like yes. it's not very far from it at all. No, and that's, and, Is that uh, where the Storm Chasers play, too? No, the Storm no. Chasers no, they play do down not, in –
0: yeah, they have their own stadium down in Papillion, which is south of Omaha. But uh-huh. um, I would think if anybody goes to the convention and they want to go to a Storm Chasers game, though, it's not that far, so it could. It, I think they're, it could so, be, I think yeah. they're yeah.
2: scheduled to go on uh, the fourth on, fourth, one, yeah. on two, yeah. Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that, years, and now that is one thing to
0: remember. That's one thing to mention too, as we're as we're talking here is next every Monday. Minor League Baseball takes Monday off, but they are going to play on Monday because it's the 4th, so then I assume they'll take, take Tuesday, Tuesday off. But uh, they are going to play on Monday because it's the 4th. That would be, to be honest, if you can get a good crowd on that day, that would be really silly not to play on that day.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, this was a great World Series.
3: I was yeah, a few years ago, when they tore Rosenblatt down, they built the, the Storm Chasers built their own stadium, and the city did, and then the NCAA Built, uh, well, what is it now? Charles Schwab, but it was TD Ameritrade. Now it's Charles yeah, it's Schwab, Charles Schwab they, and, Stadium. Now. Yeah, the NCA actually
2: owns that stadium. Correct. That and they, they call it.
0: And they call it the Chuck.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, you can yeah, probably get a good right. steak sandwich there too. then. All right.
0: Probably. Yes. Good
2: to know. Yeah. I, I, I'm, that's the one thing I'm missing about not going to Omaha is I'm sure there would have been well, some good steak out there.
3: Oh well, yeah, buddy. Uh, Well, listener of the show, Craig Way, sometimes, you know, he he was talking about that. He said, the thing, you can get a lot of Italian food in Omaha, surprisingly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because, well, back then they were built, well, they were building the railroads. And he was kind of, he asked, and they said, well, he asked the guy that owned this real famous Italian restaurant. He said, well, back in the day, as our families came, we, the Italians, we either worked on the railroad, uh, we fed the railroads, so you saw uh, there was a huge Italian population in Omaha. So there's a lot of Italian restaurants there. So okay, you know, you cool. know, you
0: always hear about good stories coming out of things, and there was one here too. Um, there was a local Iowa kid, Calvin Harris, who plays for Ole Miss. He was he's the right fielder. He hit a home run on Saturday night, and in the College World Series, and uh, it went out of the stadium, and apparently a little kid correct collected the home run ball, brought it back in, and gave it to Calvin Harris, and uh, f- from what I have read, uh, Harris has always been, when he was growing up, he was always involved with little kids, and this and this, so that is a cool story because I'm sure a home run yeah. in the College World Series, I'm sure a ball like that would mean something to you.
2: Sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so we will start doing the MLB standings here and uh then, of course, they'll be... Well, how different they'll be in two weeks, how do we know? We'll see. And while you're getting your paper
0: ready, Chris, Guardians yeah. three, Twins two. Three, two, okay, Guardians. Well that... And that is game one of a day-night doubleheader.
2: Right, and that breaks the Guardians' losing streak because they lost the last game against Minnesota on Thursday, and the Red Sox swept them three over the weekend, and the Twins beat them last night. So that was a yeah. five-game losing streak. I was
0: I was listening to that. that game last night, though, with Corey Provis and, and Chris um, Atterbury and they, the, the Guardians they're going into a, they're in a really tough part of their schedule because if you, I mean, if you follow baseball, you know that Cleveland has had some pretty rotten weather and they have five double headers coming up and, yep. uh, they have one this week, one next week and one the following week. So, yes, um, and, and, yeah, don't, and I believe Atterbury swing. said they didn't have many, if any, they, they only maybe have one day off in that whole stretch.
2: Yeah. And also they got the Yankees coming in over this weekend. Cause I That's know they right. said after, uh, the, the Twins and Red Sox you know Twins Red Sox Twins they were going to face the Yankees so and they only had now they had a $2 beer night not nickel beer like they did in 1974 but they had $2 beer night on Friday night they had fireworks mm-hmm. and dollar dog night and i think they only drew 16,000 uh they got higher yeah. on, on Saturday night for whatever reason it was like 21,000 i don't know what it was Sunday i think it was about 21 again well they, they were just, saying
0: they were saying last night there were seemingly very few people there and Uh, Tom Hamilton and Jim Rosenhouse said in the first game today the crowd was very small.
2: Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't get it. You know, and meanwhile, the Red Sox, when they played their day game, uh, whenever that was, a week or two ago, were up around 30,000. So, you know, the problem is the Cleveland fans, and even as well as they're playing and even though they got Terry Francona, they just don't believe in it. You know, they just no, don't believe well, they they in do it. Should,
0: it should get a little better now because I, I forget the guy's name, but I heard last night they were saying on the Twins broadcast that a new guy has come in as a minority owner and, and he seems to have a lot more money than their majority owner does. And apparently the goal is that, you know, when that owner decides to, to just sell out, that this guy will just buy and take over. And, and Corey and yeah. Chris were saying that maybe maybe this guy will be willing to. put a little more into it, and that might bring the fans out.
2: Mm -hmm. I mean, I get why they don't believe in Cincinnati. I get why they don't believe in Pittsburgh. But you know Cleveland will always try and Correct. they'll always, you know, they have a good organization, and they will try to bring people in. But it's like Tampa Bay. Well, Tampa Bay's got the stadium issue, but that's a nice park. Everybody says it's a very nice park. and, so ba- and
0: you know that. as bad as as bad as the Cubs are, they're still drawing around 25, 30,000. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay, in the American League East, uh, that division this division is just about over 54 and 20 for the Yankees. Absolutely. and
5: uh, they're going to get a couple more wins uh, in the next few days, Chris.
2: Oh, it's funny last night when they were, uh, you know, on the game, and uh, you know, Joe and uh, Will were looking at the score, and the Yankees got ahead uh, five behind five to one. They said, "Yeah, well, whatever, they're not going to lose anyway," and they didn't. So, but Houston could have won all four of those games over this weekend. Yeah. The Yankees had to come back and you know win uh, win the, those games that they did win the two. So. Uh, and uh, apparently, the
5: Yankees and Astros have a makeup game that they're playing on Thursday, Chris. Yes. So yeah. in New York. Oh, okay.
1: All yeah. right. Okay. That's part of that first series they missed. So. Oh, missed all right. One all Thursday, right. and then later on they're going to do a doubleheader. Okay. Actually, okay.
2: So fifty-four and twenty for them. Red Sox are second at forty-two and thirty-two, so they're twelve games out. Toronto forty-one and thirty-two, so a battle for second place tonight. Uh, in uh, in Canada, uh, Tampa Bay forty and thirty two, and Baltimore, as we said, hanging in thirty five and forty. Not bad for the Orioles, but they they'll be trading away Santander and you know
4: uh, <laughs> you know. But uh, interestingly whoever. enough, I
0: was listening to uh, XM today, and they were talking this afternoon. The Orioles, if they can. Finish strong this month could have their first
2: winning month in five seasons. Wow. Right
5: now they're fourteen and ten in the month of June. Well, they,
2: can, they probably can do it then. There's only yeah. well, I think they might have it then because there's only three yeah. days unless they get double yeah. headers. So anyway, but uh, no, they'll probably get rid of Santander and and uh, Banker,
5: Mancini and a
2: few and uh, what's his name, uh, Cedric Mullen, and you know whatever right. they can do to make themselves crummy again. Mm-hmm. In the Central, we have Minnesota at forty-two and. Thirty-three. Well, this is going into today. Now, this is an interesting statistic. Talking about the games Cleveland has to play, Minnesota forty-two and thirty-three. Cleveland thirty-six and thirty-three. So, going into today, they were even in a loss column, but Minnesota was leading by three games because they have six more wins. So that's how that works. So that that just shows you. There's the difference right there. Cleveland's the only team that's at that point, uh, you know, with uh, you know uh, only seventy-nine games played. Chicago White Sox. Uh, Jamal's uh, friends are uh, 34 and 38, um, 69 games for Cleveland, I think 79. Yeah. Chicago, 34 and 38, Detroit, 28 and 44, Kansas City, 26 and 46. In the West, Houston well ahead at 45 and 27, Texas is second at 35 and 37, so they're 10 games out. The Angels, uh, who now have lost there, we'll talk about that. Uh, actually, why don't we, we'll, we'll, uh, let me finish the West, and then you can talk about that, Robert, about that fight. Uh, the uh, Angels well, don't you want to do the standings first? Well, yeah, let's finish the whole standings, and then we'll come back. All right, to that, okay, okay. About that. So 35 and 37 for Texas. The Angels are 36 and 40. Seattle, 34 and 41. And the A's are uh, 25, 25 and, and 50. 50. Correct, yes. I, In the I National League East, the Mets... Are forty-seven and twenty-seven. Atlanta is forty-two and thirty-two. So they've, they've been talking, and I've been talking about it too about the Braves and Red Sox, the parallels between them, and how they got hot about the same time and all that stuff. But the the Braves are a lot closer, closer to the Mets than the Red Sox are the Yankees. That's correct. Five games, and they've got a chance to get in as a division winner. <laughs> Philadelphia thirty-nine and thirty-five. Miami thirty-three and thirty-nine. Washington twenty-eight and forty-eight. In the Central, Milwaukee and St. Louis keep battling. The Brewers are right now at 42 and 33. St. Louis 42 and 34. Of course, they had a series last week, and they have plenty of games left, I'm sure. And then we have the uh, great battle for third place in the Central with Pittsburgh at 29 and 44, the Cubs at 28 and 45, and the Reds at 25 and 47. So they're all in the battle for third place in the Central. In the West, we have the Dodgers at 45 and 27. San Diego at 45 and 30, so three three games in the all-important loss column, but it's a game and a half. Giants uh-huh. at 39-33, and 33, and then we drop down to Arizona at 33-41, and, and Colorado at 32-42. When we come back, it'll be close enough to the All-Star break and stuff. we'll start to actually focus in a little bit more on the wild card, and we'll, we'll look at the wild cards a little bit more. But, yeah, just so we don't forget, why don't you talk about that uh, uh, brawl, uh, Robert, with the, uh, the Angels um, and the Mariners on Sunday?
5: Well, I didn't I, I didn't watch this game or listen to it, but... Uh, apparently the angels and the mariners had a brawl on sunday afternoon because apparently some stuff occurred on saturday night with uh
0: pictures i it sounded uh, like th- the, it sounded like what occurred on saturday night Robert was that mike they threw at mike they or they felt that they had thrown at mike trout yeah and
5: yeah. then on sunday uh now perry do did, did you know anything about this uh, what, uh, did they throw up people
0: on Sunday or or well, they came what? out what I'll tell you what baseball thinks happened. They think that the angels did this because the the pitcher the, they used an opener the angels did yeah. and okay. they threw it one guy and they missed him and then they apparently hit Jesse <clears throat> Winker up. Uh, near the, the <gasps> neck or the head area, somewhere like that.
2: Yeah, and they then, threw, threw behind the first guy too. Yeah, like
0: these are behind the first guy, and then they hit Winker, and he charged, and then the benches emptied, and there were a total of twelve suspensions out of it. And yeah. this was not this was not just one of the you know where they come in and they you know yeah. laugh and they shake it. There were actually melee's in this one apparently. Yeah, well, apparently
5: um, punches were thrown and yes.
0: things of that sort. But Phil Nevin, the manager, the interim manager of the Angels, got 10 games. Uh, Jesse Winker, five games. And a few other guys got uh, three and four games. So there were 12 total. And, yeah. most, of course, most of the players are going to appeal. Uh, Phil yeah. Nevin, of course, cannot appeal. Um, so he started serving his 10 games last night. Yeah, um, and a few
5: other coaches got suspended as
0: they well. They did. So. And then Anthony Rendon, who is on the injured list, he got a 5 game suspension.
2: So Anthony Rendon will have to serve, serve next, next year. year. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, well, and but, uh, you were saying Robert that to 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 your knowledge you really cuz you're in that division you say that you don't know of uh, anything traditional between the Angels and Mariners that uh, I mean uh,
5: they're division rivals but I don't I don't ever remember anything like this. Mm-hmm. So uh now speaking of that division, since the A's are in New York, this is ironic that this came out yesterday, but uh Major League Baseball has informed the Oakland A's there'll be no relocation fee if they move to Las Vegas because quote, they want a team in southern Nevada badly and they would they would like the A's to totally forget about the Oakland deal and concentrate on Las Vegas.
2: Okay. Well so, whatever.
5: Well, we'll see what happens with when, that. Uh,
2: how long, so since you listen to Vegas radio all the time, how long is uh, what are they proposing? Have they got anything on the drawing board? Have they got anything worked out to get something built? Uh,
5: they, they, apparently they have uh, and remember I communicate with the program director that uh, runs all those stations. They do have things in place uh, but they're not going to be made public until the A's officially agree to move to Las Vegas and they only have two more years on that Coliseum lease. It's up in twenty twenty four. So okay. after the twenty twenty four season, uh they're free to go wherever. And I know I know they have this Howard Terminal thing uh that they're trying to do in Oakland, but I, I don't see anything happening there. I really don't I don't live there but from what I'm hearing I don't see anything happening. I, I think they're eventually gonna wind up in Las Vegas and the MLB has made it very clear the, they said the Knights are very successful there. The Raiders are very successful there. They want the Oakland A's in Las Vegas.
0: Okay. Well, and well, and remember, MLB wants to. They badly want to expand to yeah. thirty-two. The problem with that is Manfred has said until they get the the A's and the Rays worked out, they're not expanding.
2: Right. Yeah. Nope. Right. Okay. So, so we got some news and notes, and let's see. We had. Uh, We talked about the College World Series. Shohei Otani drove in eight runs of the Angels, 11 runs, and they lost uh, uh, lost 12 to 11 that night. A two-three run home Speaking speaking
0: of Shohei Otani, uh, Chris, one of the suspensions Mm. was the uh, interpreter
2: for the Angels. Shohei Otani, yep. Okay. One game. Uh, Okay. He's got to keep speaking Japanese during these fights. (laughs) <laughs> okay. So okay. Then on Wednesday, Austin Hayes of Baltimore hit the, the went for the cycle, and he's the third player to do that this year. Yep. And then Aaron Judge uh, got a 19 million for this year. Well, not an extension. It, it finishes yep. the contract. They avoided arbitration by yep. signing 19 million. This was a. Like, an act of good faith on the Yankees' part to say, hey, we, we do want to pay you, and we'll see, talk to you in the fall. And so they, they avoided arbitration, and uh, that was something they wanted to do Well,
5: and, and as Aaron Boone said before the meeting was supposed to take place, he said if Aaron would have went into that meeting, uh, the arbitrators would have looked absolutely foolish, they, you know, because yeah. there's no way the, the Yankees would have won that case.
2: Right, that's right. So. So David Bodie back from uh, the 60-day uh, injured list, and right. uh, he was and they, uh, de- designated for assignment. These are the Cubs, Jonathan, Jonathan VR, and they uh, and Clint Fraser will be Jackson Fraser now. Okay, right. All okay. Right. These things happen. Um, And
0: now if he ever gets called back up to the Cubs, can't you see the first time he gets called (laughs) up and Pat Jackson Frazier in right field. Most people are going to think who? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, or the player formerly known as Clint. Yeah. Yeah. You know, okay. Um, Okay, and Saturday, Houston had a uh, combined no-hitter against the Yankees, and that's the second time they did that. They did that in June of 2003 at Yankee Stadium. Yeah,
5: and uh, in 2003, they used six pitchers, and yep. and in, on Saturday, they only used half of that, three.
2: Yep, so, uh, I guess, what was it, Jose Javier, I think it was? O- pitched... Jose
5: Javier pitched seven, Hector yep. pitched the eighth, and then their closer, Ryan Presley, pitched the ninth.
2: Okay,
0: But, he, but mm-hmm. Javier was at 115
2: pitches, so I don't think yeah. there was a chance he was going to no, that. but you know, I'll tell you, you know, people say, oh, we won't see that again. I, I know that um, if, if the pitches are low enough, somebody like Pavetta with the Red Sox, We'll do it. Be, you know, they, they would allow him to do it. He's pitched a couple of complete games, so it's not out of the realm of possibility that uh, Alex Cora would allow somebody to try. If they're, you know, if they get to the seventh inning and they're at 80, 85 or something, you know, he'd, he'd let them try. So, uh, you know, it, it just depends. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, this is a stirred up a uh, hornet's nest, and I think it's a, a little bit of a, a, a non-story, but there are going to be no announcers on the Peacock game on Saturday, uh, Sunday uh, morning. Okay. Oh, noontime really between Kansas City and Detroit. Uh, yeah, what and, they're going to uh,
0: do Chris is they're going to have three reporters in the stands mm-hmm. and they're going to be talking to fans and, and things like this and I guess they're just going to show the baseball game in the background.
2: Mm-hmm. And this yeah. was done on TV I think it was I know it was the Jets in Miami NBC yeah. did it one time in about yeah. 85. Yeah, and that it was, was like, yeah, in the 80s. Yep. But in, in football, that works because even as a blind person, I put it on for just a minute. It was on uh, NBC. It was NBC that had the radio rights at that time, and I listened to it on NBC Radio. But you could put it on because you, you know, gain a three, second and seven from the 32. So you could you could follow the game, you know, complete it to whoever. And that's for football. It's not going to work very well with baseball for anybody who can't see it. I think
3: for be- what it'll do for baseball and all right, you have all these alternate streams of games. Now, like you have the Manning cast, you have the K rod thing. I think what it'll do is, okay, let's say NBC eventually gets a regular game, you know, on NBC and they want to do this alternate cast on Peacock or uh, TBS wants to do this with BR live or Fox, you know, or ESPN or whoever, let's say, it could work as the alternative cast because a lot of people well, you know, they're coming up with ideas. Amazon is going to have three or four different, uh, casts, the broadcasts for their NFL on Thursday nights. So they're going to have the main, but they're going to have like some alternative stuff with people just talking, analyzing. So I think for things like that, it could work, but, and it works on Peacock cause it's streaming. Cause most people there, they're going anyway. And like I said, for, of us, you got Sirius XM or you got Tune In Live or Premium to listen to it. So, I mean, you know, I think it works for there, but I don't think it would work on the traditional box no. PBS, ESPN,
2: NBC. Yeah. And it, so it, certainly, would, and it are,
0: certainly would not work, you know, like for, for people like us listening to a game. That would never work.
2: No. 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 I'm no. uh,
3: for You even I, cited. Even sighted people, they want to hear the analysts. Yeah, they right. want to hear the play-by-play, but they want to hear that analyst, what they're saying about the game. Yeah,
2: yeah. So Ahmed Farid and uh, Craig uh, Monroe, who's the Tigers uh, color man, and uh, Brittany, um, what is it, uh, Urton, I guess, for NBC Sports. Yeah. She'll be, uh, the, those will be the re- reporters. And Fareed then we
0: must had, be Fareed must be somehow associated, like with the Royals, I would think. Uh, no. For, well, Fareed, is
5: uh, he works for NBC, so yeah. Uh, no, yeah. see,
2: they had a perfect play-by-play. You know, if they didn't want like, if they just wanted somebody to do the game, Ryan Lefevre was the Royals guy. He could have totally done it. He does radio yeah, all the well, time. no, and for this
5: game, they're not oh. using. They're not using anybody no, from the Royals. I, know and I don't know why. Yeah, I don't. I, 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 I don't I, know why you would
2: do because from what I have
0: heard for their broadcast, Jason Benetti is is he's getting very good reviews. Oh
3: yeah, hey, oh yeah, Jason he's very good. The one I saw well, on NBC, Benetti
5: is a very good announcer. The White Sox are lucky to have him on TV. And I yeah, know,
0: so. I know, Craig Monroe works for Bally Sports um, in Detroit. Detroit because yeah. and uh, now of course I would remember Craig Monroe because he played in the AAA baseball for many years. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Yeah. So I think it's it's just kind of a stunt. It's Fourth of July, whatever. Yeah. Just do something different, and that's what they're going to do. Yeah. Now, somebody uh, on our system was saying, "Well, it'll be interesting to see what their ratings are." I guess they haven't been releasing any figures on how they're doing they on the streaming.
3: Not, no. They don't have ratings. They get streaming numbers. How many people are streaming? But they that put them out. Out they, yeah. put them
2: out, so they we're don't not put them out. They don't put those out. No, right. Yeah. Okay. And here we had an interesting situation with uh, somebody leaving the major leagues to go to the college, and that's West Johnson, the pitching coach from Minnesota, is going to LSU as their pitching coach for thirty thousand more dollars, better health care, and uh, I don't know what yeah. else. Free vehicle. Yeah, free vehicle. 30, free vehicle. I, I, heard they, I heard they tripled
0: his salary over yeah, for yeah, a number right. of for a number of years. They did, but for each yeah. year, he's going to get three hundred and 80. He was making 350, and he's going to get 380 per year. But as it balances out, that they it was quite a bit. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, but well, college baseball is uh, you know bigger the, than we and think. The tw- and the
0: Twins, of course, uh, it was announced Pete Mackey will be the new pitching coach. But uh, uh, Dan Hayes from the Athletic was on, and he said the organization they're really not pleased with that you know happening in the middle of the season.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. 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 So anyway, okay, any other baseball notes to discuss? We don't, yep. but we yep. do
0: have Jamal. Let's cut, Let's talk to Jamal. I'm sure he's excited about those White Sox. I'm sure.
6: Hey. Hello. Hey, hey, Jamal. hey, Jamal. A couple things here. Too bad Tony LaRusso didn't take a college job. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Send him send to school, I guess, or let him be a baseball coach out of the major leagues. Well I do think it's odd that the Minnesota twins brought to the pitching coach to lSU of all places, and he ended up paying more well, what did that say about the twins? you know, so that I mean actually, I mean, actually, actually
0: Jamal, that is uh, apparently from what I was hearing the other day, that is very common that college jobs are paying more than major league jobs all uh, league wide,
6: yeah, for assistance, yes, yeah. interesting that's interesting. but uh, you know. As for the White Sox, they blew another game last night. I thought they were going to win, hold on, against the Angels, but they blew it in the seventh inning and lost four to three. Yes, I, I, are, they getting, are they getting any healthier, Jamal? Somewhat, but still. You know, I'm kind of wondering, first of all, who the hell is their trainer? Number two, you know, it, it, they missed Herm Schneider, the guy who retired a couple of years ago, and then the guy that took after him, I guess they pushed him out because of his uh, orientation of these two and the White Sox. They should, have, they should have probably kept that guy around because whoever they got now isn't worth a doggone, and they can't stay healthy, and that's unfortunate. And also, what, did I hear you right? They said baseball suspended the interpreter of Otani one game? Correct. That is correct. Well, why, 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 why would you suspend the interpreter, for God's sake? Was the interpreter out there uh, you? Apparently, the inter- apparently the was interpreter was in out it. on the field and mixed up, he the was out it. on the
2: field, yeah. I mean, so you, part of it, so remember, Jamal, there's rules that if you are not a, 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 a game personnel, you are not supposed to be on the field. So I think that's oh, why he that, got it, even if he didn't do anything. So that
6: was- so now, was he in for in my no, head? no, he was probably yelling in <laughs> English. Like I said, he needed the Chinese Japanese.
2: And they wouldn't have known, you know.
6: <laughs> well, how about
2: well, Jamal? Even worse,
0: but... even worse than that. How about um, Anthony Rendon? He's on the injured list. Yep. Well, uh, and and speaking of the White Sox, Jeez. Jamal is on the
5: phone. Remember that player Mercedes that that uh, Tony LaRussa <laughs> had the fit over with hitting the home run in a blowout. Oh, yeah. They ended yep. up. Uh, apparently, they ended up releasing him, and the Giants have picked him up. And uh, tonight he'll be in their starting lineup.
6: Oh, uh, geez. geez. So, so he's back in the. So Mercedes, the guy last year was hitting, then he phased out. Now they released him. Now he's back again. And he'll be,
0: again,
5: and he'll be in the. He'll be in the starting lineup for the San Francisco Giants.
0: And just coming across, yeah, okay. Jamal uh, Yo- Yo- Yoan Mancata will be activated
6: today.
5: Yeah, and yep. I, and, yep. and, who do, and and who do the White Sox play this weekend? Jamal, the San Francisco Giants.
6: Well, I know. <laughs> so,
5: so what? Well, I bet you Mercedes will have a
6: big series this weekend against the White Sox. Well, well, if this management team was smart, which they're not, they didn't pitch around them the entire series. <laughs> I pitched around them I'm like okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey,
2: Jamal. All right. Okay. Any more baseball or callers? I I, I think
0: that's it. We do not have any more callers.
2: All right. So we go to the NBA. We're moving moving right along here. Okay, I've got the draft order. If anybody wants to comment on any of these players, I'm not really familiar with, uh, I kind of know a little about the Duke guy. Other than that, I don't know a whole lot. Okay. So, number one, Orlando took uh, forward uh, Paolo uh, Banchero from Duke. Banchero. Ban- Ban- okay. Ban- Carol. Yeah, Vancero. Ban- yeah. You know, he's uh, he, he was pretty good in the NCAA, I know that. That's for sure. Yeah,
3: he was good there, yeah.
2: Yeah. Number two is Oklahoma City with a forward uh, Chet uh, Holmgren. From Gonzaga. He's from Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Yep. And he needs to put put
0: some weight. That's what I've heard, Sean. He needs to put some weight on. Yeah, he he needs to bulk
3: up. He's like, he kind of is like a Kevin Durant. Remember when he first came into the league and he was real skinny? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what he is. He's a project, but he's going to be a star. He can do that.
2: which which I think is why Danny Age wanted Odom. So luckily he didn't make that choice. Uh, uh, Number three, Houston uh, Jabari Smith, a forward from Auburn. What do you guys know about him from the SEC? He's pretty good. uh, He's He's a good player.
3: He was. I thought he was going to go number one. Honestly, I thought he would have gone number one. But Houston, that's going to help them up in the front. I think that's well, why they Orlando, got
5: rid. Orlando was having a debate between Smith and the and
2: the guy well, that's
3: picked. So. And that's that's part of why Houston traded Christian Woods. I think because it's kind of the same. You know, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got some more draft picks. Got that twenty-six right. pick. So.
2: Right. Number four. We've already talked about it briefly. Sacramento took forward uh, Keegan Murray from Iowa. Yeah, he's,
0: he's a good He's a good player, but I, I just you kind of wish he'd gotten somewhere better than Sacramento. Yeah, I, yeah.
5: I, I think uh, th- I, as I said earlier, I think players go to in their careers in Sacramento. But, I,
0: but I mean, obviously, you know, Bill, Bill, and and I have seen him enough in the Big Ten. Yeah. Clearly, he's a good player, but you just, you just hope it doesn't end in Sacramento.
2: Right, okay. number five. Mm-hmm. Detroit took another Big Ten guard uh, guy, a guard, Jaden Ivy from Purdue. Well,
5: and they're saying a lot of good things about him, Perry. You, You're yes. a Big Ten guy. Oh, yeah. He's a,
0: he's a he's he's a very good player, and um, apparently, I don't know who his mom is, but his mom played uh, college basketball too. So, yeah, he he's a and very in the good, WNBA. Yeah, in the WNBA. Yeah. So I'm not sure what her name is, but. Um, he was a very good player at Purdue.:
2: Yes, yeah. And Bill's Indiana Pacers took uh, Ben Mathern uh, from Montreal, I guess, originally, but also uh, in, involved with the University of Arizona at one point. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah,
3: He went, he went to the, N, the NBA camp in Mexico City that P.J. Carlissimo does, and you know, he, they feel he, was, he wasn't really they didn't know if he'd be ready for that G-league ignite team. You know, which is the the eighteen and nineteen year old team that plays in the G League. That you know, so he went on to Arizona, and he, uh, yeah, he, he was really good with them. I think so. I think he's going to be a
2: good play, fit from Indiana. Okay, yep. Portland got Shaden Sharp from Kentucky. Don't know much about and him. He never played.
3: He never played with Kentucky. He's another. He's out of Ontario. And mm-hmm. what he did, he he uh, he enrolled in Kentucky early because he graduated early. But he he went ahead and enrolled. And so he practiced all spring with Kentucky, but now that he's 19, you know, he's still eligible, so he was able to come on. And he was part of that uh, Mexico City camp also. So he never actually played with Kentucky, but he enrolled early, at, you know, graduated early and enrolled in, so, yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay, number eight, New Orleans, uh, have Dyson Daniel of uh, uh, Austin I don't know Global. I do a lot about him. So. Austin so Global Australia yeah, he yeah, was, yeah.
3: Australia the Australian Global NBA Academy and he played this last year in with the G League Ignite team so yeah. which like I said you have to if you're 18 and you want to you can go to the G League Ignite and they play against the regular G League teams and apparently he tore up the, you know, he was beating veterans, you know, in there. So,
2: okay. Now, uh, you probably heard about this guy, Sean San Antonio, San Antonio took Jeremy Sochan, I guess is his name from Baylor. Sohan, Sohan. Sohan. Okay. And yeah, he's, he's English. He's from England, but he went, He's he's
3: Polish and he's going to be. He eventually, I think he'll be pretty good. He's not going to be an immediate impact. So, I mean, the, he, Baylor, he was good. I think you know he kept Baylor relevant, but he's going to, you know, he he could turn into something. It depends what happens down the line with some of these other trades down that could be going on with San Antonio that I'm hearing yeah. about. So,
2: and number ten, Johnny Davis, a guard from Wisconsin. So Big Ten had a big week in the draft. Yeah, I don't know uh, much about know, him. What do you but,
0: know about Mister Johnny Davis? Um, he's an okay player. I mean, he's okay. he's clearly not, I don't think he's quite what Murray and Ivy are, but he's okay. Oh,
2: okay. okay. Yeah. Right. So Phoenix hired uh, Morgan Cato. She's a, a female. She's assistant GM and uh, VP of uh, operations, the first uh, African American woman to be an assistant GM and she's from Harvard Business School, and, and she's been working for the NBA in the front office for quite a number of years. And um, she apparently is uh, probably the capologist. Uh, that's probably what she's going to be doing there and also yeah. working on the administration of the team, etc. cetera. So that, <clears throat> that's what Phoenix did. Charlotte rehired um, Steve uh, Clifford, Clifford, who was their coach, up until uh, 2018. So I guess yeah. they couldn't get anybody else to take it.
5: Uh, no, no my, well, Mike uh, Kenny Atkinson took it, but he decided to stay with right, Warriors. Right, because they
2: gave him a raise. Yeah, and they gave him yeah, a raise. He- and
5: they gave him a promotion, and. Uh, nobody wants a Charlotte job because apparently Michael Jordan is not the easiest person to work for,
3: so... No, and Steve Clifford left because of health reasons, and they went and got him back because they couldn't get anybody else. They couldn't mm-hmm. get
5: anybody else.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Brittany and Griner is gonna... supposed to go, go on trial for hashish on July 1st in Russia, and she could get up to 10 years if yeah. things don't go well. So, and in Russian trials, they tend not to go well, so... No. We'll no. Nope. about that. And... Um, and also, we have Kyrie Irving and um, uh, Russell Westbrook are going are opting in with uh, the Nets and the Lakers, respectively. So that's not necessarily good news for Nets and Lakers fans.
3: No. No, because what happened was, like I said, in Kyrie's case especially, if he had opted out, he had to do a sign-and-trade, and the only team that was interested was the Lakers. They could give him $6 million. and Russell Westbrook, I mean, nobody's going to give him forty-seven million if he, and no one's going to trade. So the Lakers, especially they, the Lakers cannot. They can't do anything because of the forty-seven million dollar Westbrook contract. Yeah,
5: yeah, and this is the this is his last year of that deal. Uh, Also, the Houston Rockets bought out John Wall, and as soon as he clears waivers, he'll be uh, he'll be signing with the LA Clippers.
3: So, yeah, and that'll technically be around the ten because the the fiscal year starts the first when they can start negotiating. All the teams can, really? but I think they it comes on what the tenth or the eleventh. So when we come back in two weeks, we'll have all these signings because remember yeah. they can start negotiating yeah. on the the first. So we'll start yep. doing a lot more.
2: Yeah, they, uh, yep. what they should do if they really want to uh, keep their keep their name in in the spotlight is get. That free, free agency night started right around the uh, the um, right when the home run derby is on that Monday <laughs> night. Now it's not that week because the, the All Star game is yeah. a week later in uh, well, on the nineteenth. But I yeah. mean, well, if remember, I were NBA, I'd go. You know how they all the sports like to go after each other a little bit. I'd right. go after that home run derby on Monday night. And uh, well, remember game.
3: our uh, our first year that July, we'd been about eleven months into the show. Remember, we were still on yep. Sunday, and yep. it just happened to be around July first, and we're catching the guys as they're going to take these offers right they were breaking right now yeah, during the and show. I
2: can remember some of the conventions uh, being in you know on July 1st and right around the end of June uh, 1st of July and you know the, the year I think I was in uh, Vegas when Ky- uh, when uh, LeBron uh, went back to Cleveland and you know stuff like that yep. so you know it would yeah. it, be really crazy and stuff you don't
3: have the mega stars you was... don't you don't have the mega stars in the free agency this year but you're gonna see you're gonna see some movement I think you're gonna see a pretty oh, yeah. amount of movement
2: yeah, yeah. Oh, there were a bunch of, because it happens every year. There's the, uh, Rick, you probably heard them on the sports talk shows, the Durant uh, rumors to come to the Celtics. Yes, you have yes. to have that every year. And oh, we, well, we since
3: Kyrie's staying, since Kyrie's staying, I think Durant is, because the rumor is that I heard that Durant met with him and said, hey, look, you weren't with us. You signed on for this, because Durant already said this year that if, if I if Irving was leaving, he wanted out. Right. Yeah. So, so since Kyrie I don't know Kevin
0: Kevin's hey, gonna stay, so One of his one of the Celtics assistants, um Yeah, Will Will Hardy. Yeah, Will Hardy five, it looks He is like going to be, be the Utah Jazz coach. Yeah, five year yeah. contract. Yeah. Okay. So that's not Danny Ainge
2: grabbed you know, him. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. okay. All right. So any other NBA news?
5: No, that's about yeah. it. Yeah. That's
2: okay. That's about it. Well, the first thing, and it's you know, just and uh, just to mention and give all the details, it's football, and just to do the Arch Manning thing, uh, finish it up, make it official. uh, Sean pretty much talked about it, but he's going to go to Texas for the twenty three season. People either thought you know Alabama or uh, Georgia or somewhere, but I guess uh, LSU, Clemson, whatever, but. I guess uh, Sarkisian's a pretty good recruiter. Is that what they're saying? uh, Well, he
3: had been, he had, him and AJ Millie had been recruiting him at Alabama when they were there. They were Mm -hmm. talking to him, and he stayed in touch with them about the whole thing. But the top schools that were being looked at were Alabama, Georgia, Texas, and Virginia because his sister goes to Virginia and. Actually, our guy Aaron Hogan, Bucky and Aaron in the Morning, did a pretty good job of keeping this quiet, how he suspected he was coming because the Mannings bought a suite at the new Moody Center, the new arena here in Austin a few months ago, and he had heard that, but he said, yeah, I knew this, and he goes, I would figure, but he told us afterwards. And ironically, Craig Way was in the middle of doing a Top Gun. They were reviewing the original Top Gun because he was going to go see Top Gun Maverick right in the middle of the movie review. He goes, Okay, we're done with the movie, Ruby. We've got some breaking news. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I right
2: so I did not know this. He is uh, the son of Cooper Manning. It's uh, yeah. you know, yeah. Peyton and Eli's yeah. brother. And, of course, he's the grandson of Archie Manning. So uh, right. there you go. Yeah, yeah he's Cooper's son. and Eli, yeah.
3: And, uh, and they've already picked up uh, the tight end from his high school already committed. And there's all, they've had seven different recruits that have already committed for next year based on him coming So yeah. from around. So we'll see. Wow, and he so guess- he's not he's not he's okay with not playing the first year because Quentin Hewer's you know another five star he's coming in this year, and so if he comes he's okay with redshirting because remember his uncle Peyton Peyton backed up a guy and uh, Todd Helton. He packed up Todd Helton, and ironically, Todd Helton gets hurt. Peyton comes in. Todd's like, you know what? I think I'm going to baseball. I don't think I'm playing
2: football anymore because Peyton's in (laughs) He did all right in baseball. I worked out for him. Yeah, he did pretty good. So really, Arch probably won't play until 24. Is that what you're saying?
3: Probably not. He may get in in 23, but they may go ahead and lecture him. Depending on how... It goes this year with Hudson Card and Quentin Hewers. But, you know, Arch, you can tell. It's like when it's a Manning coming to the school, I mean, ESPN dropped. it. If it had just been Joe Blow, who was the top recruit, you may not have seen. But it's, like I said, the first family of
2: football. Well, yeah. not only that, but you could see Cooper and Archie and uh, Peyton and Eli all there at the games because they, they oh, got yeah. all, nothing else going on. You know, they're not playing. Oh, yeah, they all before. come. Yeah, they'll all come up. on in. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah uh, okay, Austin,
5: Austin, Texas,
3: in the fall will be a happening place next. Oh, year. we're wait. We're already waiting to see McConaughey and the Mannings <laughs> <laughs> together. McConaughey and the Mannings doing some.
2: Stuff. There you go. Yeah. So the, I guess the NFL is going to start the hearings on Deshaun Jackson. I guess they do want to wrap Deshaun up. W- Deshaun, Watson. Deshaun Watson. I do that all the time. And I think even wrote Jackson. But anyway, uh, you know, uh, Deshaun Jackson is still – he's 104 and he's still playing, so we don't have to yeah. worry about him. But anyway, uh, Deshaun Watson. And, you know, I guess there there are people I've heard, you know, yeah, he might be suspended a year. He might be suspended indefinitely too. Well, that, yeah, it yeah.
1: sounds like the league, the league wants an indefinite suspension with a minimum of one year.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah so we'll see what
3: and happens. Now, and now the Houston Texans – have been named in the lawsuit officially by uh, Tony Busby, the lawyer of the four that have not settled. Remember, 20 of them settled Mm -hmm. so far. 20 have settled, but the four. And the big one is this Ashley Solis. She's wanting to go after Houston because they're saying the whole thing of they knew because they were contacted by the Houston massage therapist, the official team massage therapist. And he's like, well, I'm going and get my own outside and getting these other people that were not licensed massage therapists, and mm-hmm. the whole they used to pay for the hotel rooms.
1: And yeah, they paid the hotel rooms. They they got the uh, massage equipment there and everything. You know?
2: Yeah, and so yeah. Um, any any other NFL news? We have got some oh, deaths yeah. to cover. Okay, go oh, ahead. Oh,
1: yeah, I was going to say the deaths, but okay. Um, um, they're saying that. Um, Mitch Trubisky is getting all the starts with the number one team in, in OTAs. Pickett's working with the third team. A yeah. lot of people thought Pickett might be the starter this year, but I think we all thought Trubisky is probably on the do. inside yeah. track here. Yeah, um, and another—I uh, heard that Kamara, uh, Kamara's camp is uh, bracing for a possible six-game suspension because of what happened at the uh, Pro
2: Bowl last year. Uh,
0: yeah,
1: that's I funny. have heard the same
2: yeah. thing. Yeah. And didn't the commander... You know, refresh my memory? What happened with at the Pro Bowl? What did he do? It,
1: it, it, there was a fight in the hotel with um, yeah. with a bunch of friends Kamara and a bunch of friends and one guy mm-hmm. who at an elevator who jumped in front of him at an elevator or something, oh, okay. and they've got yeah. it on film with yeah. them beating the crap out of him. You know? Oh, Okay, yeah. and uh,
5: Terry yeah. McLaurin signed a three-year, seventy-one million-dollar extension with the Commanders. So, okay, uh, with mm-hmm. a twenty-eight million-dollar yeah. signing bonus, and that's the biggest signing bonus for a wide receiver.
3: So, mm-hmm. um, okay, yeah. He, yeah, you're going to start seeing the NFL news probably the next couple of weeks. And when we come back, though, you'll start seeing it pick up because it'll only be a couple of weeks in training camp. They're off. You know, They're most of the teams, their offices are pretty much shut down now for the late June into July 4th break. So right. Who, who's
5: the Hall of Fame
2: down. game, Rick? I forget.
1: It'll be the Raiders and the Jaguars, Chris, on August the 4th.
2: Okay. That's we right. should go also, back to that
1: Daniel Snyder yeah. thing in, with the Congress. I guess <laughs> that they were subpoenaing, subpoenaing Daniel yeah, Snyder. That's an said, yeah, said he mm-hmm. wasn't going to show up, and well, now his camp has come out today and said that we didn't say we wouldn't show up. It's just they only gave us one day to do it on June thirtieth, and my our my lawyer was out in Europe that day, so uh, we'll, we'll be there. And, just uh, well, and, the, law- options, and yeah. the lawyer didn't take the subpoena;
2: he, he yeah. ignored it. So. Yeah, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, and the, the pro, basically, I think now we're back on a regular schedule. I think the uh, Clovernook, uh, if they're doing the schedules, should have the NFL schedules to people. Usually, you get them early in July, so I'm expecting that we'll get them in plenty of time for the for the uh, preseason. So, that's right. It. But we did have three deaths that I want to talk about, and I'm not spending a lot of time, but they they were all three really good NFL players. Tony Saragusa, only yeah. defensive tackle, 55 years old. He played the for geese. the Colts from the goose yeah 90 to 96 and then the ravens from 97 through 01 and of course he was on the super bowl winning team super bowl 35 beating the giants and uh, part of the best probably the best defense that uh, we've had maybe even better that'd be a good argument the one of uh, the 86 85 86 bears and that uh, ravens defense yeah. but he, and he was a side <laughs> sideline reporter for Fox from 03-15 no cause of death uh, but he died in his sleep he played from, with Pitt before that and uh, he uh, perhaps part of the like as I said the best part of the, def- the best defense ever and then we had Brig Owen 79 years old uh, he was a quarterback at Cincinnati, uh, from, and he was a seventh-round pick by the Redskins. And I mean the Cowboys at sixty-five, and they converted him to safety. But then they traded him to the Redskins, uh, and that must have been before the big rivalry began, or something. That's about when it began when he got there. In sixty-six through seventy-seven, he played for the Redskins. Thirty-six interceptions, three touchdowns. And uh, and the most return yards in Washington history on an interception, and uh, he was second. In, he's still second in interceptions for the Redskins slash Commanders behind Daryl Green, and uh, and he's in the Washington Ring, ring of Fame. And also we had lost Hugh McElhaney, 93 years old. Rick will even remember him. Oh, yeah. Yep. He, he played for the Giants. He uh, he died of natural causes. He went to the University of Washington, ninth uh, pick in 1952 by the 49ers. He played for the 49ers from 52 through 60, then the Vikings 61 and 62, then the Giants in 63, their last uh, good year before they went into the uh, doldrums for about 18 years. And then uh, Detroit Lions at 64. And he, he made six Pro Bowls. He had 38 rushing rushing touchdowns and 20 receiving touchdowns. And he was a part of what was called the Million Dollar Backfield with Joe Perry, John Henry Johnson, and Y.A. Tittle. So, And I don't remember Joe Ter- Perry at all, but I do remember John Henry Johnson was with yeah. the Steelers by that time when I remember him. And uh, Y.A. Tittle, of course, came to the Giants. And uh, so that was kind of cool and he was uh, also in the hall of fame uh, uh, he was named to the uh, san francisco ring of honor and and uh, i think he's in the pro football hall of fame too and uh, so he was quite a running back back in the day and the million dollar dollar you couldn't get a uh, you couldn't get a, 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 <laughs> a, a, a running back, back to yeah. uh, you're blocking that uh, blocking fullback for a million yeah. dollars now so those were the three yeah, deaths was, we had in the cool. nfl
1: there was actually one other death in our, in our current death um um, Ravens linebacker Jalen Ferguson was found dead last week. Yes, yeah, you know, yes, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. And I, I didn't mm-hmm. have, you know, they hadn't come up with any more information. It's kind no, of, it's yeah. as far as perhaps, you know, yeah. we're just speculating an overdose or something, but we don't you know, know. And, uh, and but
1: and one other thing on Tony Saragusa, the man put out some pretty good barbecued ribs too. Oh, did yeah.
3: he? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He had his rib business. Yeah, he had yeah. his rib business, and he was he was part of the Fox team. For a while with Kenny Albert and Moose Johnston because he had yeah, Kenny know, Moose and Kenny Moose and Goose. Moose yeah, Goose.
1: He, he was yeah. he was more than your regular sideline reporter. I mean, he'd be right in oh, the yeah. just about when the team was down there, and yeah,
3: That's oh, a, yeah. I was surprised they never moved him up to the booth. I know, you know, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, surprised and, they never uh, did. Apparently,
5: um, I, this is hereditary because his dad died at the age of 48. So. Yeah. he
3: met, yeah, he mentioned something about that when he tried. He said, "My dad died at 48," and. Because I hope I, don't, hope I make it a little longer, but, yeah, he yeah. said something about that. As a that. matter of yeah.
2: fact, his father was a big, uh, there was a thing that we heard on, on our system uh, that he did with Howard Stern. His father was a big Giants fan, and, of course, he had died, I think, oh. by the time that they made the Super Bowl. But he said, you know, my dad just kind of have to excuse me for beating his Giants, and so this <laughs> is the way it goes, you know.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but anyway. anyway. So, uh, that was, I don't uh, have anything else. So, I anything think that's else? All we got. All right. Yeah.
0: There you all go. All right. Sean. right
3: well, take us into the holiday shot. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, first of all, I hope everybody has a good Canada Day. If you're up there. Uh, good Fourth of July for down here. Watch the hot dog contest. Watch some baseball. Uh, enjoy your conventions next week. Uh, we'll be off, uh, as I said, July 5th. We'll be back though on July 12th. But if you really Really have to you just get this urge to listen to us anytime throughout the next two weeks. You can download the podcast legendoldies dot com or tell your smart speaker to play Sports Lounge Live from Apple Podcast or from Tune In Live. You know, or go to seven seven three five seven two three thousand six option number nine. So. Until two weeks from now, when I'll be a little bit older, I'll be fifty when we come back. So hey, uh, well, yeah,
2: we'll, he has, it'll be the over fifty crowd. We've been—he's been the one that's been uh, keeping me youth. Yeah, I've been the only done. one
3: under fifty yeah. in here. Yeah, that's I've been right. really under fifty. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, right,
2: well, see you in two weeks.